This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. Oh, relax, kids. I've got a gut feeling Uter is around here somewhere. <laughs> After all, isn't there a little Uter in all of us? <laughs> in fact, you might even say we just ate Uter and he's in our stomachs right now. <laughs> Wait, scratch that one. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Man, that quote is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I really do love that one. Yeah, like um, it's a classic Skinner quote. Yeah, it's 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 just it's perfect. Uh, yeah, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And today we are talking about one of the uh, great uh, Simpsons traditions, and that is the Halloween special, Ooh, Treehouse of Horror spooky. number five. That's right. Uh, but before we get oh. into that. Um, uh, Alan, uh, how, how, how have you been? I've been good. I saw you yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> and we're recording back to back. So yeah, <laughs> if there's some, uh, crazy things happening in the world right now, we don't know about it nope. yet. Don't. No, we don't. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time to be alive. <laughs> uh, but and the, unfortunately this, uh, episode did not get to come out coinciding with, uh, Halloween like we try to do every year, but yeah. it's a couple weeks late, but Keep it alive. Yeah. Keep the I mean, Halloween spirit alive. I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah. And with that, let's introduce our very special guest, <laughs> the one we like to have on every Halloween episode, <laughs> Halloween expert <laughs> and horror <laughs> official. Halloween expert. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, resume just keeps growing. A doctor of <laughs> Halloween sciences. <laughs> oh, my God. Ryan Reese. I'm going to show my parents this episode. They'll be really proud. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. Uh, <laughs> Trust it's me. It's so true. Trust yeah. me, they won't. I've been doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay. Yeah. And um, Do I have to listen to the whole hour? <laughs> I mean, no. it's... No, you no. don't. You can just listen to the... You know what? Don't, Mom. Just, <laughs> just don't listen to it. Just don't listen to it, and you'll be happier <laughs> and prouder of me if you think I don't do this. <laughs> But how are you, Ryan? <laughs> I'm doing well. Good. A bit darker than five minutes previous, but yeah, whatever. good. Yeah. Good, yes. Uh, you uh, you moved to a new house. I did. How is it? It's great. You have a dishwasher now. I do. A robot wow. butler, I robot believe you butler. called it. Moving up in the world. Yeah. Yep. I, um, uh, I love it. Good. I love it so much. Good. Can't wait to see the place. Oh, well. I'd be happy to... Happy to have you over. All right, fantastic. Can I come too? No. <laughs> Can I come too? <laughs> uh, so we last had you on the podcast for Treehouse of Horror Four. Yes. Um, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was a really that long was time ago. Very Probably long time ago. ago. That's yeah. what happens when you're in these niche episodes. That's right. Yeah. And <laughs> we. Just, uh, <laughs> You wait for the call. You don't really have to wait for the call because you just know it's gonna that's gonna <laughs> come around every happening. year. <laughs> yeah, it'll just happen. Uh, this one is this one is later because there's so many episodes in season six. This one is later in the season than it usually is yeah. to me. 
Um, because I remember a couple of years where like the Halloween special was essentially the premiere. Of yeah, and they've still done that with uh, more recent uh, seasons too. I think. Yeah, because they have nothing else to do. Yeah, they'll they'll I think actually more like more recently they'll do one or two episodes and then the Halloween special. So the first episode will be like some weird gimmicky event episode, like yeah. where a character dies or where yeah. they go to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the Lego. Actually, the Lego one was near the end of the season. I think. Oh. Yeah. God. But uh, yeah, for, <laughs> but this one uh, this one is uh, the sixth episode of uh, season six, and uh, original air date was October thirtieth. Nice, nineteen ninety four. So good for them. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and the episode was directed by Jim Reardon, and it was written by four people, of course, because there's multiple segments: uh, Greg Daniels, Dan McGrath, David S. Cohen, and Bob Kuschel or Kuschel. I'm not sure how to pronounce. Bob Kuschel. Oh, good. Yeah, you're you're right. good friends. No, um, I've just I've heard the the heard him talk. No, I've heard the audiobook. Also, oh. the second way you pronounced it was much better than the first. One. Well, yeah, maybe he doesn't agree. Kushel, uh, like Kushel, like what is that? What I don't know. That? It's Kushel. All right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it was Kushel originally, and he's like, no, it's Kushel, so you'd sound fancy. <laughs> I buy it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, first wrong. first episode, uh, or at least segment of an episode written by David S. Cohen. Uh, later uh, known as David X. Cohen, yep. who uh, went on to help create fa- uh, Futurama. So ah. there you go. Yeah. That enormously successful show. Too successful, some might say. Really? Well, it kept coming back. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> Is it really that successful if they have to cancel it three times? Well, it's... Uh, all right, I see what you're saying. But, <laughs> yeah. But you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I do see what you're saying. Yeah, it has a staying power. <laughs> I mean, ratings are, are not the way to judge TV anymore. No, it's not. Even in that time, yeah. in the early 2000s. Like, mm. You shouldn't be using that as a metric. Because so many great shows got canceled around that time because they had bad ratings. And it's like, it's because your Nielsen bullshit is not a valid representation of what people are watching. In Futurama, he had a huge fan base, which is why you know it got brought back. And then canceled, and then brought back, and canceled, and then brought back. So, hmm. and now it's I just d- ended. I do enjoy it better than The Simpsons. <laughs> How dare you? It's you, know what, you know what podcast you're on? I do. It's I can say whatever I want, though. <laughs> <laughs> cut, it, cut his mic. Cut it's his true. Mic. That's, a, that's, that's a great idea, Alan, and I will be doing that <laughs> right now. Perfect. Uh, so... <laughs> So The Simpsons is the greatest TV show of all time, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. <laughs> and we will cut your mic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to the rest of you nuts. Um, Futurama is, uh, of course, a very different show. So it's, uh, I think, unfairly compared, but mm. I understand because Matt Groening helped create both of them. But yeah, that's what I, I mean, would argue uh, Matt Groening created the characters of The Simpsons and did mm. not write pretty much any of it. Mm. He wrote there. one episode in his tenure. <laughs> On the or his credited, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's, he wrote another Halloween segment yeah, as well. Yeah, something like that. He's credited on a couple Halloween segments. So yeah. so he had very little uh, to do with it once it was already a thing, in my opinion. Whereas mm-hmm. I think he had a bit more of a hand in Futurama. Uh, yeah. Um, but David David X. Cohen, from my understanding, is kind of the main... He was the showrunner. He yeah. was the guy there. Yeah. This is the why ground. I bring this stuff up. I want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. da- David X. Cohen apparently like kind of had like a like a little bit of a little bit of a breakdown 
mm-hmm. and went away and then came back and changed his middle initial. Mm-hmm. And he was like, everything's cool now. Let's make Futurama. <laughs> and well, it was a Writer's Guild thing, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. I think, I think there's another David S. Cohen that was already in the Writer's Guild or something. And it took them that long to figure it out? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't okay. Know the history. They should yeah. have a database of some like of that. <laughs> like when you register. That's why they that's why Michael J. Fox was has a J. Because there was already a Michael Fox in the Actors Guild. Oh. Yeah. And uh his middle initial is is, a, is actually A. And he didn't want to be Michael A. Fox. <laughs> Michael A. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, his middle initial literally stands for J, uh, just like Homer. And back on, back track. on track. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so before we dive too deep into the episode, I yeah. do want to uh, pop into our mailbag real quick. Oh, really? Yeah, we got a couple couple things we haven't uh, talked about yet. Oh, I haven't checked it in a little while. Uh, so Daniel uh, sent us an email. Cool. Just, uh, you know, general. It's it's uh, surprisingly entertaining, which is you know a weird backhanded compliment, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying we're surprisingly entertaining. You know, entertaining would have just would have been fine. I'm gonna put that on our poster though. Surprisingly entertaining. <laughs> Variety. Um, but actually, the full sentence is it's surprisingly entertaining to hear people talk about The Simpsons. So, right, right, right. Which, mm. which I understand. Does that mean we should do a live show? Yes. Oh, uh, whoa. <laughs> that would be terrible. Uh, Daniel's apparently from Scotland. So he says, you know, if you ever want someone Another from Scotland's one. perspective on things, uh, shoot him a message. His favorite episode is Raging Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson in The Curse of the Flying Hellfish. That's a damn good choice. It's a good title. Yeah. Mm. Um. And then we had another uh, real nice message uh, from Ryan. Uh, not I don't this Ryan. No relation. Not this Ryan. Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, I don't want to get too far into it. It's a very, very nice message, and we very much appreciate it. Um, basically, he's talking about how uh, he, uh, well, he heard from us from the Real Gyms. Uh, he's a good friend of his. And so uh, <laughs> hope, hope that we paid him handsomely, which, uh, <laughs> which we sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And, um, yeah, uh, basically he's saying that his, uh, his father suffered a stroke, uh, a while back and was in a medically induced coma for five days. And, uh, it was, uh, a really rough time and he found our podcast and it really helped him, uh, helped him get through that time. So, um, like I said, I don't want to dive too deep into it, but just wanted to be sure we give a shout out to him, uh, and, you know, thank him for the nice message and, uh, hope his father makes a full recovery and, uh, Yeah. Thanks uh, for sending that, Ryan. Thank, thanks so much. And uh, he that. also asked if we have ever watched the show Gravity Falls. I've not. I have not either, but I have heard many good things about it. Mm. Uh, so the creator, Alex Hirsch, based the comedy style structure and backbone of the show primarily on classic Simpsons. And it's probably the closest thing to an animated show has come to approaching that exact feel. Um, and I also believe it was canceled recently, which is unfortunate. But, uh. but I do remember hearing uh, from multiple Simpsons writers, actually, that they they really like this show Gravity Falls. So I've been meaning to check it out. I just haven't got around to it yet. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Gravity Falls. So it's not on Netflix, is it? I don't believe so, no. Uh, I think it was like Nickelodeon, maybe? Put your shows on Netflix, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way Greg will watch them. <laughs> it's just easier. <laughs> it's just so much easier. I want to put the effort into finding it. Otherwise, I'd have to like get TV, which who's going to do that? Who's gonna In fact, actually? If we could just hook Netflix to our veins, yeah, and we can just like you know enjoy it hmm. via an I- intravenous, just constant a constant Whoa. stream of <laughs> Netflix into your 
into your heart. Yeah. It's a good idea for Hook a Hook it to my veins. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for the mailbag for now. That was nice. Thanks to uh, everyone who's written into us so far. And if you want to ri- write into us, you can at a certain email address. What is it? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I just blacked out for okay. a second. Oh. <laughs> that's why your eyes go behind you. Right? It's like I was... I felt like I was possessed. But, uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at an address. Oh, oh God. No. Guys, I don't oh, know. Down you I can't, go. You can't leave it to me. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, so drunk. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk and high, guys. <laughs> oh. Oh, what's the email address? That email is the Marianne hammock district. Hammocks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Put your butt there at gmail.com. It's no, it's put uh, your butt there at <laughs> yahoo.com. No, stop. <laughs> Whoever has that email address is suddenly going to get one two, email a month. Two emails. It's just a slow burning wet dumpster fire. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We that email fun. is the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Ooh, there we go. Back on track. Yep. So let's talk about this episode. Yes, let's. Uh, this is my favorite Simpsons Halloween episode. Like, by far. Mm. Yeah, quite possibly is mine as well. Mm. Yeah. It might be my favorite episode of The Simpsons I've ever seen. Whoa. I High really, praise. really enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad you were on for usually, this. Usually. And I'm so glad we watched The Shining. Like, <laughs> yeah, we watched The Shining two days ago. Yeah. So, like, it's maybe it's because it was paired perfectly. Let's but start there. Yeah. yeah Just so the first because, like, I... I The Simpsons loves Kubrick so much. Mm. And so do I. And... The Shining is his only straight-up horror movie, um, and it's so good. They just the the first segment of this episode is the Shining, the the classic The Shining, mm-hmm. um, and it's like every other Halloween episode is divided into three parts. So the Shining comes first, and it is just a six-minute straight-up parody mm-hmm. of the the Shining, and it's spot on. Mm-hmm. Also, notably, this is the first time they didn't have wraparound segments for the. Uh, Better for it. Yeah, so they have mm-hmm. a little intro still, but the uh, wraparounds they usually would have, like the you know Bart at the art gallery, yeah, stuff like that. Those yeah. ones are fun. Like yeah. I like the Bart at the art gallery one. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one's that one's actually funny. The one where they're like uh, coming home from trick or treating. Not a big fan of that one. Uh, the Halloween party where Bart is uh, is Alex. Alex from Clockwork yeah. Orange. Yeah, yeah like not this, a big fan of that one. This episode really proves that like because horror anthology is becoming this big thing now. Like it's been a big thing for a while, but like you don't necessarily need a wrap around like totally and that's yeah yeah that's pretty much what they decided they were like yeah. you know we just we want to give the the segments more uh more space essentially so let's yeah. not even worry about that stuff uh-huh like, and uh yeah, yeah i think it works well uh yeah. from here on out i'm pretty sure they do the same thing i don't think they ever do wraparounds again mm. um can't say 100 percent, but uh also the intro is usually uh fairly short uh, I think I remember seeing some Halloween episodes that basically just start with the credits and then the first segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. they don't even feel like... Because, I mean, when you think about it, the first trios of horror was uh, meant to be them telling stories, right? That's how they kind of made it exist in the universe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now it's just like, oh, it's just... These are just for fun. Like, don't, <laughs> don't worry about, like, why these are happening. Yeah, don't there read into it. This is, like, they're literally titled segments. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, the shinning. This the one, one, it moves so fast. Yeah, like I was, I laughed so many times in in this in this segment. Mm-hmm. Every single one of these segments is made, it moves at a breakneck pace. Yeah. Just like obviously for it's it's necessary. Yeah. Uh, 
but but this particular one, I, I found every referential joke um, so funny, and and the the ones that were like tangential jokes were were really really great, and it all starts with that iconic winding shot up to the Mr. Burns's lodge. Right. Yeah, I had the stupidest smile on my face when that segment started. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I realized what it was going to be, is just... uh, is this the first time you've seen it? Yeah. No way. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh wow. I've I'm never pleased. seen this episode. We've pretty much always, you know, popped his Halloween cherry. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. With, with these episodes. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so glad we watched The Shining two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I said, it works that's, out. Well. That's like amazing. Yeah. So yeah, tell me how you felt. <laughs> <laughs> How did I, I? Yeah, I just laughed the whole time, and all the references were really great, especially the ones about getting sued and stuff. And just, <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful short little parody of an amazing horror movie. Had yeah. you, Greg? Question yeah. for you: Had yeah. you seen The Shining before you saw this episode? Oh my god, that's a really good question. Um, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I did not, because I'm pretty sure I saw saw The Shining pretty later in my life. Yeah. Um, oh. And definitely watched Simpsons like as they aired. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm pretty sure I saw this long. I I knew it existed, right? Yeah. So I knew what they were parodying. But I but again, like all the deliberate references were well over my head. But mm. it didn't matter because it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I was really into The Shining, like before I even knew who Kubrick was. Oh yeah. Right. I was really into that, and I was really into Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. And um, Full Metal T- Jacket. 2001. No, I wasn't. I never got really into two thousand one. Mm. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, the year. Yeah, uh, I was actually, right, I was uh, actually wondering if Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, Eyes, no, Eyes Wide Shut came out in ninety nine. I want to say. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. around that. Yeah, or ninety seven. One of the two. Mm. I can't remember. Um, it might have. St- it might have started filming in ninety seven. Mm. It was then. at the height of Tom Cruise's popularity. Uh, pretty much. Ninety nine was when he was in Magnolia. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same year, but yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but I should know this because I've seen the movie like a thousand times. I feel like '99 makes sense. Yeah, but I know that he because d- he did Vanilla Sky in 2001. Yeah, man, I know Tom Cruise movies really well. Yeah, it's 1999. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Good. like it's a it's a like Kubrick was working on that one for for over two years, right? Like they were filming it for over two years and. It's, uh, that movie's insane. It's also it <laughs> feels it's also kind of a horror movie, in which one? Uh, Eyes Wide Shut, mm. um, in a lot of ways. Um, the third half of uh, Odyssey is also got a little bit of some horror aspects, like with Hal and being stuck. Did you say the third half? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> the third, the third act, the third act. Yeah, because there's a whole fourth act after that. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's not get into that. <laughs> the, the Stargate. Yeah, I, I, I guess the, That's the for our other podcast. The third one, a podcast. I would Odyssey. say in all of Kubrick's films, I've found something that very unsettling and horrorish. That's Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. that's his that's his kind of bread and butter, though, right? Um, yeah. Barry Lyndon, not so much, but uh, Clockwork Orange, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, S- uh, Space Odyssey, definitely. Mm-hmm. Even Doctor Strangelove, the it's played for laughs, but it's horrific. Yeah, and the way the military training camp escalates to the 
murder of the sergeant, and, like that's kind of unsettling as well. And oh, in in uh, Full Metal spoilers, Jacket, yes, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> the entire, <laughs> both of them, but like both acts of Full Metal Jacket end in yeah, like in a horrific yeah, the horrors of war opposed yeah. to in a horrific <sighs> way, yeah, borderline abuse. <sighs> I don't know. Which one do you like more, Apocalypse or Full Metal Jacket? I haven't seen Apocalypse. Oh. We've talked about this many times. What? That's right. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> I've seen that uh, episode of Seinfeld where they spoof it. Does that count? No. I've seen what? that episode of Buffy where they spoof it. <laughs> it doesn't Does that count. count. No, yeah. it doesn't count. Watch the thing that they're spoofing. <laughs> and it'll be better. I prefer to watch Seinfeld. <laughs> the episode will be better. Um, f- specifically, I find this episode of uh, The Simpsons... S- so rewarding if mm. if the shining is fresh in your memory mm-hmm. it's it's just great like bart going through the head maze with a <laughs> with a chainsaw a shortcut. Yeah. oh yeah that's so funny because i brought that up while we were watching <laughs> yeah, like, he did. has an axe and it's a hedge maze <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just chop your way through man i mean like given he's like he's got bashed with the head with a bat and like he's, cra- he's kind of crazy his legs broken he's not thinking straight no and he, yeah he's just you know it's we he's get got to the bloodlust yeah yeah just <laughs> things you just don't think of while <laughs> being possessed by a hotel. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very true. So apparently Matt Groening had not seen uh, The Shining when this episode was being made, so oh. he didn't get any of the references. Oh. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> I don't know why like, I really like bringing up the times when Matt Groening seems like a dolt. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to his own show, you know, like because he kind of is. He kind of <laughs> is. It's kind of great, though. I don't know. I, it's a weird charm to it. That being said, like, Matt Groening, if you ever want to come on the show, oh yeah, we'd love we to have you. Lo- yeah, love to have you. <laughs> the like the um, uh, commentaries on each episode. He's on every one, right? Mm. That's so weird. I know, but but if you listen, because I've listened to pretty much all of them, seasons one through ten, and you listen to him, and he's usually doesn't have much to say. He's <laughs> usually just like. Like he'll ask questions to the directors and stuff, and like, why did you guys choose to do that? And like, so, and that's what I mean. Like, he he really didn't have a huge hand in in the show as no. once it was created. Yeah, you know. So, are there literally times where he asks that question? The writers are just like, because we're contractually obligated <laughs> to make an episode every week. No, <laughs> that'd be a poor commentary. <laughs> why did you choose to do that? Because it was our job, Matt. I'm not saying they Can came you get out off my back. I'm not saying they came out. You and haven't say had it. a real job in 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> you drew some horrible drawings of a <laughs> dumb family, and everyone else did the rest, and you're a fucking millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> we're really getting to the. The bones of they don't look like they don't look anything like what he first drew. Oh no, yeah. You just watch the Tracy Ullman shorts, and that's yeah. The Tracy Ullman shorts are grotesque monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's amazing. If you showed those shorts today, people would be like, "What is this garbage?" Yeah, it's like is this is this a meth addict's fever dream? (laughs) (laughs) And it probably would be. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's not investigate that. Further. There was a deleted scene in this in the segment as well with Sherry and Terry as the uh, the twins. Oh, that would have been great! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, Come shit. play with us, Bart. Oh, that would have been great. That was the one thing I think was missing is someone on a big wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. for sure going around. But I can see why that would be a tough animation. Uh, that would be a pretty tall order. Yeah, for animation. There's already so much gold in it. Yeah, Just, and yeah. with and as we were talking, like the Simpsons go somewhere yep. episodes, um, 
are a lot harder for the uh, for them to get in on time because they have to render all new backgrounds and stuff. Right, right. Uh, and the shinning is all new. Yeah. It's yeah. all new stuff. And and time and punishment, too, in a way. Yeah, time and punishment, of it's course. Memory they... Cafeteria is the only one that really has mm-hmm. familiar sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, the um, but even then, like they, you know, time and punishment gets away with being at home quite a bit. Yeah, in the basement, and for sure, in the in the dining room, sorry, the kitchen, yeah. um, and uh, the shinning one is literally all it's, new. Yeah, it's yeah. all new stuff. Um, but like you said, it like it moves at a breakneck pace, like uh, in a good way. Yeah. Where uh, like I just love the <laughs> the fact that Homer, you know, oh the TV's out. I think I'll have a beer. Hmm, not a drop in the house. Oh, you're tagging this surprisingly well. I'll kill you. I'll kill all of you. <laughs> Over. Sorry. 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 And then after that, it's just like, yeah, he's crazy now. Like yeah. that's yeah. that the, the the slow build in the in the actual movie of him going crazy yeah. is just that. Because he's already just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. We actually get a reason in the shitting why yeah. he goes bonkers. No beer, we, no TV. Yeah, we don't really <laughs> in the movie. It's not all work and no play. No, <laughs> we were it's watching not some weird time travel we, we, possession thing. We watched it, and yeah. it's like, why is he going crazy? He's because he wants to, right? There's a part of him, and it's a big part of him that wants to do this, that that resents his family so much that he is willing to be influenced by the spirits of this hotel yeah. to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's basically willing to... All he needs is a little push from, the, from frame one. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the beauty of Jack Nicholson's performance. Yeah. Is he, he's ready to do this to them from the moment that he and Shelley Duvall share screen time Even when, when, like, the guy from the hotel just mentions he has a family... Yeah, he's like, oh fuck, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so right, perfect for a child. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Who are you? What are you saying, man? <laughs> Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm not as fresh as you guys. So uh, there are some there's some direct parodies uh, as far as the jokes go. Mm-hmm. Um, a calling it shinning. Um, be uh, and also mentioning the shining. Mentioning the shining, yeah. Don't you mean the shining? Shh, you want to get sued? Yeah. <laughs> um, the wine, the the long drive up the mountain pass, uh, and going back th- twice, <laughs> <laughs> and then leaving Grandpa at the gas station. <laughs> um, he finds his way back. He sure does. Yeah, so he sure does. Him. Yeah. Uh, hi, David. I'm, I'm Grandpa. Grandpa. That scene is a direct uh-huh. parody. Here's Johnny. Nobody's yeah. there. David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there. Uh, Mike Wallace. Morley Safer. Sixty minutes. All this and Andy, Andy Rooney, Rooney on the next sixty, 60 minutes. minutes. Great. It's, like that's brilliant. Yeah. That's just brilliant. Um, What's funny yeah. is that uh, again, as a kid, I had no idea what Here's Johnny was all about oh. in The Shining or in this. Yeah, I had no idea when I first saw The Shining. Um, My dad did that to me one time. And I hadn't just seen The Shining yet. He sorry, did what? Bash the door down with an axe? No, he just said, here's, here's Johnny. Johnny. Like okay. He's just like, here's Johnny. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> Dad. And then I saw The Shining. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> Wait, so do you think he was... <laughs> he just loves... Like he was to... doing it off of The Shining or off of 
Johnny Carson. He just, as I was a child, would drop references to movies I hadn't seen yet, and then I would see them, and they'd be like, ah, ah get it? Ah. Now you get it. <laughs> You'll like this. <laughs> Soon you will. One yeah. day this joke will pay off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And apparently that was uh, that was improvised on the movie. Is that, oh, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to stick his head in, I believe. Yeah. He just decided he's, he's to. Johnny Jack Nicholson. He's um. That's a, that's one of my favorite things about Kubrick is he'll t- do a hundred takes, but he'll always be like, yeah, just improvise something, right? <laughs> and he'll be fine with it. That's one of the reasons Doctor Strangelove is so brilliant, <laughs> because he has Peter Sellers, one of the greatest improvisers of all time. Mm-hmm. Mind Viana, I can walk. <laughs> <laughs> also improvised. Improvised yes. slash accidental. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because he just stood up and forgot he was supposed to be crippled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So have then he you said that line, and it's one of the most iconic lines in the movie. Have you noticed? Uh, when was the last time you saw that? Strange Love? Oh, probably a couple of years. Um, the Russian ambassador mm-hmm. is um, very much in focus during the second Strange Love scene where he's talking about going into the mine shafts and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see him when he's like, Mein um, Fuhr, I'm sorry. Mr. President, <laughs> and he's and then his arm, his Nazi arm, uh-huh. starts like choking him. Yep, and then he starts whacking it, yep. wailing on it, and in the background, the Russian ambassador breaks. Oh, really? He's like, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just got the biggest smile on his face. That's yeah, stuff like that where where like you hear about, oh, it was improvised on set, and it's like, yeah, like how did everyone keep a straight face for that? <laughs> mm. no idea. Yeah. And like George C. Scott, one of the most serious Aww. actors ever, Poor just guy. falling over himself. <laughs> Look at the big board. He's coming to clobber us. He's going to see the big board. <laughs> I love George C. Scott's performance in that movie. It's <laughs> so great. It's a trick. Like uh-huh. I love that. I love that Kubrick just tricked yep. him. The He's whole like, do, time. do it really weird and zany. We won't use this takes just yeah. for fun. Yeah. And then he uses all those takes, and he's like, "What did you do, Stanley?" <laughs> And he refused to work with him ever again. That's yeah. right. Uh, so, do we have a favorite joke from this segment? I loved the elevator blood one, mm-hmm. and uh, the sixty minutes one was great. <laughs> oh, usually the blood gets off in the second. One. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Burns the, has some choice lines. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the classic for me is the. Uh, Go crazy, don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. Like they use it in the uh, 138th episode, spectacular for a good reason. But yeah. it's mm. it's definitely the one that always stuck out to me when I right. when I watched this episode. Is I just, I think that's so f- I don't know why I find it so funny that he kind of tricks Marge <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, and like it's one of those things where I'm like I don't know if he's actually stupid or if he was like purposefully doing this to to, to lead her off yeah to, <laughs> to get her to say the words go crazy and be like don't mind if I do <laughs> I'm crazy and now it's your that's fault. It. And then it leads into a, just a, a spot-on perfect parody of the bat scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he sees himself in the mirror. That was so brilliant because Marge doesn't even hit him or anything. Yeah. Nope. Like she doesn't do anything. It's all <laughs> his doing. You. <laughs> ah, it falls down the stairs. It's great. You're um, staying in here until you're not crazy. <laughs> mine is the uh, moment right before all of that. Is the maybe what he's typed will give us a window into his yep. madness? <laughs> Feeling fine. Feeling fine. <laughs> oh, that's a relief. That's a relief. <laughs> and then all the stuff on the walls. No, that's less. <laughs> that's, say that's, that's less comforting. Yeah, that's less comforting. Uh, it's so funny because, like, 
it's a great subversion of anyone like for anyone who's seen The Shining, mm-hmm. right? Because you're expecting the all work and no play, mm-hmm. right? Something absolutely crazy on on the typewriter, but mm-hmm. the it's just it's so funny. It's just feeling <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. Really nice font too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. American typewriter. Yeah, American typewriter <laughs> font. Um, the uh, that the 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 scene in the in the shining where sh- where uh, Wendy finds the the quote unquote manuscript mm. uh is one of the most unsettling scenes I've ever s- like in film uh-huh. it's and I really noticed it this time that we watched it um cuz you can't copy paste that shit no you really can't nope. he wrote every single letter yeah yeah um that's what's creepy and like and kubrick holds on it so long she's rifling through these pages and this is what i noticed when we watched it this time is like she's rifling through it so much she's going through so many pages and it's just more and more like oh no <laughs> oh no mm-hmm. cuz you can like it's like okay maybe he was just kind of messing around right just, no he just, did this for a but long time it's a whole time. box it's the whole stack <laughs> every single thing he's been writing since he sat at the typewriter has been that, <laughs> which means he's been crazy since he sat at the typewriter for the first time. That's days. what I mean when long-held unsettling images are more effective than anything Yeah, in the genre. That's just paper being flipped. Yeah. But the idea behind it is awful. <laughs> right? <laughs> so... Like, yeah, <laughs> a little mind leech. So as, as far as as far as horror goes, mm. you far prefer that to. That's not necessarily true. I think there are other elements that have been kind of just blown out of the water uh, and stuff, and just overused. Such as, oh, mainly gore and stuff. But right. I have a note about that that I'll make later on. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just torture porn. It's yeah, that's that's exactly one of them. Torture porn for sure, but also just the main re- the main thing thesis of this is that you don't see the witch in the Blair Witch Project, and ultimately it's scarier for that. But it's the image of the forest and repeating. Unless paths. the witch was one of them the whole time. Maybe, but that's the whole thing. It allows you to, because you haven't seen it, and that's yeah. why the remake sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I still haven't watched the remake, but it's technically a sequel. You know. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I, fine. The, but the original is one of my favorites. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think Adam Wingard's a great filmmaker. Because of the reasons you, yeah. you said, yeah. yeah. Like, you never see it. It's always just like in your imagination. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with uh, like just general monster movies too, where I'm, I'm always like, d- like, don't show me the monster. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I don't need to see it. It's fine. And I'm, if, s- I'm scared without it. As soon as you show me it, I'm like, oh, that's lame. But if you're going to show it to us, how is it in something that is every day? And yeah. make us look at it for a long time. Like and Jack so, Nicholson. Yes. Or like have H.R. Geiger design it because yeah. he can design something scary like the Xenomorph. You there know? you go. <laughs> but don't, don't I have mean, a dumb Cloverfield monster. Speaking my language. I mean, even as, as, as a mixed bag of whatever Alien Covenant was, mm-hmm. at the very least, the Xenomorph looks scary. Mm-hmm. It still does. Isn't it right on a plane at one point? I haven't seen it. I just saw it's, the on it's on a hovership. It's on a hovercraft. I saw I saw the trailer and it showed that and I'm like why did 
A, why did you do that in the movie? B, why did you do that in the trailer? Mm-hmm. This is the worst marketing. Yeah, why did you show it? I didn't see it? it because of that shot. Yeah, why did you show the whole thing? We're just right there. Just yeah. like, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Remember me? Look at me. <laughs> Remember me? You got a taste of me in Prometheus. Ah, I'm what you paid all your money the for. Movie. <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, the alien's in it. We have to go see it now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway. Second segment. Second segment. Time, time and punishment. And punishment. Time and punishment. Which I... is a play on crime and punishment. Uh, I always really enjoyed this one. Dostoevsky, I believe. Yes, you're right. Great. Yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> a Russian novelist. I always really enjoyed this segment. <laughs> I I like the I like the idea of uh, of time travel. It, it of course it it reminds me of the time machine, right? Uh, except instead of going. 800 million years in the future, he's going 4 billion years in the past mm-hmm. um, and messing things up that way, which always made me wonder why, why, oh, why, time traveler, didn't you just go into the, didn't you just leave, you know, the whole <laughs> Morlock situation? Oh, you're talking about in the, the in, time machine? In the time machine, yeah. He could just like <laughs> jump back in there and, and go back. Would you, though? Yes. Because it's 800 if you tra- million if you traveled years. traveled forward in time, you wouldn't be like, oh, I, I want to check this out. Well, if I found You'd Morlocks, like, I would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, well, I guess humanity is the worst now. So what if you found Ewoks? I would kill them. Oh, <laughs> that's so mean. No, you wouldn't. What have they done to you? Nothing. They're that's big talk bears. for well, someone like you. They you would, would try and kill me first. They eat humans. <laughs> yeah, but... Trust me. You wouldn't be able to do it. I would have to... Well, I, I'm not saying I would kill them. Maybe they only eat trespassers. Because they, they got caught in their trap. What, what is trespassing? Mm, they, they, they got, got caught, caught in, in their, their trap. They got caught in their meat trap. Mm-hmm. The trap that they used to catch meat. Yeah. And they were going to eat those Yeah, they're people. carnivores, that's for sure. Until, until Luke was a badass... And started levitating C three PO. But like, what's what's native of the pla- the moon, the planet moon, the forest moon of Endor? Like, we don't really know except for Ewoks. So either they eat other Ewoks, you know, from other tribes, or there's a different creature roaming the the woods that we're not aware of. And that's what the meat trap was for. Yeah. And it just so happened that these humans that maybe they had never seen before got kidnapped or got captured, and they're like, oh, I guess this is our food today. What I'm saying is, they would eat you. And so it's I'm, killer. I'm disagreeing. It's I'm saying I'm saying killed. they may eat you, but it's not like oh they see you and they're like that's food. I think that they they'd be like what is this? Especially because if you look at Wicket, when he sees Leia for the first time, he's not like oh this is food I'm going to eat. He's like oh this could be a friend. I literally have no idea how we got to talking about Ewoks. It's like I blinked <laughs> and you were talking about it. That's what happens. I don't on the know. Show. I yeah. don't know where you gotta it got up, initiated. Ryan, you gotta up. That's true. <laughs> But uh, I think what this is a very important topic, though. Whoa. <laughs> what do Ewoks eat? That was crazy. Maybe we'll say that for our Star Wars podcast. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, count me in. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, there are too many of those. Too many people I believe it. The talking about Star Wars all the time. That yeah. being said, I'm going to go see The Last Jedi opening day. Got my tickets. Good for you. <laughs> IMAX? Right. No, Lethbridge. Lethbridge. Oh, because you'll be there. Yeah. Bamf. You guys suck. <laughs> we will all watch it together at some point. <laughs> of course. This is no question. That's what you said about Force Awakens. Have we ever watched that together, Ryan? We might. Ugh. No, we won't. 
Anyway. So, time and punishment. Yeah. <laughs> Homer gets his hand stuck in a toaster. In the toaster. <laughs> I love that opening. That's so funny. Where he's it's just like, ah, uh, like he's like talking about how great his life is or whatever. And he's like, Dad, your hand is stuck in the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's back in again. And, then, and I just love how like it's it's immediate panic from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no one's like, hold hold on, just just be still. Let me get it. It's just like, ah, oh no. And he's just banging it on the fridge and on the counter, just trying to get it off. Eventually gets it off and like sits down happily, and then yeah, it's in there again. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then uh, he tries to fix the toaster. Yeah. And somehow creates time travel. I buy it. Yeah. Sure. It's fine. If someone's gonna do it. It's gonna be Homer. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's very um, volatile time travel machine because mm. it takes him way back into the dinosaur age, and um, only there. Yeah. And for a finite amount of time. For the amount of time that it takes to uh, toast a piece of toast. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that's so <laughs> smart. Yeah. That's like really smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little rule that they yeah, don't even yeah. right. I love rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, something they, some rule they didn't keep though. What did you did you guys notice that there's some Cretaceous creatures and oh. some Jurassic? <laughs> ah, I thought you might bring up something like this. <laughs> What Go a, on. What, a, what are these, some kind of magic dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, these, someone got fired for that blunder. These these uh, these these things are separated <laughs> by millions of years. <laughs> we have more in common with some of them than they do with each other. Mm-hmm. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna pick the cool ones yeah. and they're gonna stick them on frame. It's pretty much. I mean, obviously, this is post Jurassic Park, so it's yeah. it's. Very much taking from that idea of who cares? Yeah. <laughs> dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. Who cares? We're not going to be up. accurate with the time period they lived in. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and also, the other thing I wanted to mention is the the strange line. Uh, I, I'm the first non-Brazilian person to travel backwards through time. Yeah, let's talk about that. So apparently the original line was the, uh, the first non-fictional person to travel backwards through time, uh, which kind of makes more sense, uh-huh. right? Um, but apparently it was changed, and uh, the best I could find as an explanation was that they were uh, referring to a Brazilian author named Carlos Castaneda. And <laughs> apparently, let me just find the note here. I thought it was a reference to the movie Brazil for oh. some reason. But there's no time travel in that movie. Uh, a Brazilian no. who wrote about his chemical-induced adventures, quote-unquote, uh, from about 20 years ago. So, what? That's, that's, I mean, it, it kind of would make sense that these Harvard eggheads would have such a deep reference. It's a very obscure reference, yeah. though, like even for them. Yeah. But it always, it's only funny the way it sounds. <laughs> like, I'm the first non Brazilian yeah. to travel in time. Yeah, it's a funny thing to say, but like, why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you guys think if he said non fictional, would that have landed better, do you think? I, I don't know. Like, I don't think the, uh, yeah, for me, the joke, th- that joke doesn't land. I laughed. I think like, it's so. I, I well, know. I laughed because the Mr. Peabody. Yeah. yeah. If you keep that it's in, strange. then I don't. It, it doesn't matter what he says. Yeah, it's right? true. It's like I'm the first. He could just say, "Oh wow, I'm the first person to travel in time." Correction, sir. You are the second. That's, That's right, right, Mr. Peabody. Quiet, you. Like it's <laughs> it's it's so funny that way, right? Yeah. Like you could just say that. You don't have to make it like this esoteric reference to a Brazilian novelist. Yeah, I mean, after I was thinking about it, I'm like. 
was there a Brazilian animator on Rocky and Bowen? <laughs> yeah, I thought it, it <laughs> tied in with, with that a little bit too. But yeah, apparently Graining was confused. Well, that's, that's, no sh- that's no surprise. That's the reason for the change, <laughs> since he liked the original so much. In fact, he did not even understand what the new line implied. So there's something we share. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Come on the show, Mr. Grant. Yeah, explain and, uh, and talk, talk about, about it. it. Let's talk about how you don't get it, because we don't either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's back in time. Uh, he hears from, or he remembers his father on his wedding day, the advice he gave Great him, advice. <laughs> which Abe. is, Great if advice. you ever travel back in time, don't touch anything. Because even the smallest uh, change can alter the future in ways mm-hmm. you can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. The classic butterfly effect uh, philosophy, chaos theory. Um, Jurassic Park. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever read the book? Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yes. With the chaos diagrams uh, at the beginning of each chapter? Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah. It's, um, it Maybe starts I skipped them. The, well, no, there's, they're, they're just little, just little, little, pictures? little drawings of, of chaos, of chaos yeah, patterns. I, I read and books how? for the words, not the pictures. Oh, so. okay, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know, fuck me, right? <laughs> Last time I checked, Michael Crichton didn't do a lot of illustrating. As well. <laughs> Last time I checked, Michael Crichton was a writer <laughs> and dead. <laughs> so. so shut up <laughs> about your precious drawings. <laughs> and I'm alive, so that means I won. <laughs> I was more engrossed with the fact that dinosaurs were <laughs> back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, which um, which one is your favorite uh, alternate present? Uh, uh, well, so they they have like I want to say three m- major ones that they kind of show. Yeah. And then a bunch of little kind of sub ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the major ones, there's the Flanders controlled universe. Yeah. Where he's <laughs> apparently enslaved humanity, and everybody gets frontal lobotomies. Yeah, yep. uh, and then there's the the one where donuts rain from the sky. That's a beautiful. But house. people don't know what they don't call them donuts. I'm guessing they, they, call, call, it they call it rain. Yeah, yeah. And it's raining again, and uh, yeah, he has a beautiful house, well-behaved kids, sister-in-law's dead, uh, luxury <laughs> sedan, <laughs> <laughs> hit the jackpot. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the other one would be, uh, I guess, well, I guess there's just the two major ones. Am I missing one? Well, there's, there's other ones that are just like, really yeah, there's quick. the one where he's, where, where he's, where he's small and yeah, everyone's big. Bart and Lisa are, are giant at least yeah. that, w- that we know of. Mm-hmm. And I um, was, I was always, I've always wondered what was actually going on in the, in, in the James Earl Jones timeline. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> Willie sh- Willie's there, and he seems to be omniscient. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, you're still not back in your own world. I can help you out. But And then Maggie hits him with an axe <laughs> and apparently talks like James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she says this is indeed a disturbing universe. So <laughs> she's aware yeah. that it's disturbing. Like, So yeah. what is this place? What's going on there? <laughs> I want to know more about that. Yeah. Uh, and then the f- the the one we kind of get at the end is mm. where they all have lizard tongues. Yeah, and yeah. it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the giant one, there's a weird line reading from Lisa. I don't know if you ever felt this way. It's a it's a little bug. Ki- let's kill it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like she's got this weird rasp to it, and, I, and I, every single time I'm always like, "What's going on there? Like, is that?" What like did y- did Yardley b- and Nancy be like? Okay, well we're both giants, so let's make our voices like giants. Mm. And, and only one of and them. And Nancy's is just like, nah, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna do my normal one. 
<laughs> it's a bug. Let's kill it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And maybe they recorded separately, so Yarley didn't realize that Nancy didn't do that with Bart. And so she watched. She's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh, you left me hanging. Oh, come God on. Damn it. Now Lisa just sounds weird. Yeah. Maybe she just says, okay, like that. That's the only thing she can say in that universe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know what's going on. It's true. We don't, it does seem not... weird that Lisa would be so quick to go along with a Bart scheme. Maybe that's the with disturbing universe. But yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> but sometimes she's very childish. Mm. There's also apparently a universe where Kang and Kodos are Mr. Peabody and Sherman. There sure is now. So <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I like that. What happened to us, Kodos? Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're still King Kodos, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I got to start saying that more. <laughs> Quiet you? Quiet you. Oh, I say it all the time. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. And I don't even say it because of Mr. Peabody and Sherman. I say it because of this episode. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's so funny. It's... I mean, I I used to watch Rocky and Bullwinkle all the time. Did the, did he say that often? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so, yeah. I thought it was just something they, they, they did for this episode that, for some reason, is now like how I view that character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you've seen the movie, haven't you? I did. Yeah. Sudden. He theaters. doesn't say it, does he? I not to my recollection. I think they just thought that's what that's he's a always saying. Movie, <laughs> like, Why did you see that movie in theaters? Well, it was at the cheap like the the second run theater. Uh-huh. Um, I shouldn't be judging you. I so, I've seen like movies like Pompeii in theaters yeah, and the Mummy. Like it was it yeah. wasn't it was basically like here are the selections. This is probably the lesser of all the evils slash yeah, that I haven't seen. And uh we snuck wine into it, so it wasn't nice. all bad. I saw Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance in theaters. Gross. And oh. I got I got super drunk. <laughs> it was great. Mm-hmm. It was so great, guys. I saw The Mummy in theaters. Yeah. Not drunk? All, all alone. Uh, all alone? <laughs> <laughs> all alone. I was the only person in the theater. Oh, my God. Except for one person. One, one other person <laughs> who was also seeing it alone. Oh, no. They sat two rows behind uh. me. Oh. That's the worst. Wait, did you sit first? Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah. I would be so mad at that person. Yeah. yeah. And I did was you talk to him after? No. Why you would should I? have. Why would I? You sh- oh, that would have been great. Just turn around. So? Pretty great, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was great. I liked it a lot. <laughs> oh, good. It was like, it was nowhere near as bad as everyone's giving it credit for. I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, well, nobody did. <laughs> uh, Clearly, two in the theater. Yeah. I'm too much of a fan of the original Universal Monsters today. But these out. are new Universal monsters. No, I went to Universal Studios <laughs> to try and get like a disc package of all the Universal monster movies, and they were nowhere because of the stupid dark universe. Hmm. Did you oh, see Kong wow. Skull Island? Yes, I did. I liked that one. It was fun. Yeah, that's exactly what it was supposed to be. Nothing it was very more. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was very fun. Uh, so anyway, favorite joke of the segment? Oh boy. Oh man. I do. I I think I do really like. Um, when Homer just gets fed up and he's just like, don't touch anything. I'll touch everything I want. <laughs> and just starts beating things. And just like, like, uh, just like the, the sequence of events and the animation is just so beautiful where he's mm-hmm. just like beating on plants and then like swatting a bug out of the air and then like hitting a f- giant mosquito and bashing it with the bat. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love it. What's your, I, also, uh, I used to do like the sneeze, like just seeing all the dinosaurs sneeze and fall over and like, ah, oh, this is going to cost me. <laughs> that was great. That might be my favorite part. <laughs> and uh, got to make special mention of I wish, I wish I didn't kill that fish. It's <laughs> really great. Uh, what was your what was your favorite um, uh, Simpsons house version? I like the shoe. 
You that's, like the shoe? I mean, that's I was, it's going by so quick, and I yeah. saw the shoe. I thought it was funny. The Bart like, Sphinx is pretty great. The Bar- I like the McDonald's-inspired one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. With the golden arches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 What was your favorite joke? Um, probably uh, this is indeed a disturbing universe. I thought that was really, really funny. I love it when Willie gets killed in this Willy, episode. Willie death number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which, let's uh, let that bring us into the third segment. Nightmare Cafeteria. Nightmare Cafeteria. Now... Is this a direct parody of anything? Uh, I think there's a Twilight Zone. Hold on, let me check. Soil and green is people, but like that's yeah, that's kind of just that's a lot of things. Yeah. But uh, I always think of Titus Andronicus when people get made into food. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, going way back. Well, I just you know <laughs> one of the first horror plays. If you think about that's it, that's true. That's <laughs> true. A lot of. Awful shit that if, happens. Uh, that. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Shakespeare play Titus Andronicus. Yeah. Um, it's gross. It, it's very gross. <laughs> it's great though. Yeah. Like I actually really like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe maybe because I just I'm a really big fan of uh, Julie Taymor's yeah. uh, film version mm-hmm. uh, with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It's that that movie's great, and yeah. Jessica Lange is so good. Yeah. And Hopkins is so good. Yeah, it's a great movie. He's basically playing a Shakespearean Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. Anyway. Uh, yeah, from from my limited research, uh, the title is based on Nightmare Cafe, mm-hmm. which is an old TV show. Yeah. Um, but the actual plot, it doesn't have any specific... It's uh, a lot of things. Yeah, like, like I said, Soylent Green uh, as just a concept, as well as Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, right, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That kind of concept. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, right. So, so there's just a bunch of stuff, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just you know teachers eating kids. Yeah, yeah, it, that happens. That gets out of out of control real fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I loved this segment. Yeah, like I didn't expect so much violence to be in yeah. it. Yeah, like even with like I think, that, a <laughs> I think that's what uh, what I was reading is one of the uh, like the showrunner uh, David Merkin was saying that he wanted to make this like as gory as possible. Oh yeah. Like, you just want to put as much blood into it as you could. So Throwing a kid into a blender off screen will do it. <laughs> that, oh, that terrified me when I watched yeah, this. Yeah, oh, my kid. God. <laughs> yeah, did you have a note about the gore? Yeah, I was about to say, like, um, one of my favorite horror movies that has come out, I've talked about it, like, for weeks on end. So this is not news to you two. Mm-hmm. But uh, a horror movie that came out this year has been my favorite of the year has been a movie called Raw. And uh, it's one of the greatest examples of how gore can be a plot device and can drive story. It doesn't have to just be there. Like the way the movie is set up, you like every, like it's gory, it's gross, but you're like, it's all <laughs> servicing the tale and it's all like building it. And in fact, like kind of expanding it and making it a better story. Like, I don't know. Like, they, and so, so like this segment is like one of those things, you know, mm-hmm. the teachers want to eat the kids. <laughs> so there's a bunch of, crazy, hilarious, and scary things that happen that are all in line with the plot and you don't believe they're not unjust or undeserved and <laughs> it's not being thrown at you. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, it's effective. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, I totally buy that that freaked you out when you were younger. You saw it freaked me out. into a blender. Yeah, yep. like, yeah. It's, that's what I mean. Like, because it's part of the story. It's not just, like, oh, no, kill kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of these Simpsons uh, Halloween specials freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah. I think this one... Um, this one especially because the uh, when I, I remember when I was a kid watching the frontal lobotomy thing, mm. uh, I was deeply unsettled by that. Yeah. Um, and then 
the lunch lady Doris coming out of the cafeteria oh, yeah. with the with the, with the, the blend, mixer with the mixer thing. But it's again, like, part of the plot. Yeah, she's making food. Out yeah, of no, yeah, kids. <laughs> it's completely justified. Yeah, and the fact that it's presented uh, in a terrifying way yeah. puts us in the position of the kids. Yeah, it's great right? and it's it's effective. Yeah, I loved the segment. Yeah, like, yeah, from beginning to end, I <laughs> loved it. I'm so glad this is the first time you've seen it. Well, like, usually when I do this, I'm on my phone a lot, just trying to tell things remember, but I was barely on my phone this time. <laughs> I, was watch- I watched the whole thing almost, so. There, there you have it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a review in and of itself. I didn't <laughs> check my phone very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to make sure I'm keeping up, up with you. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen, and I'm a little high on the back burner, but yeah. <laughs> but I think, that, like, I think that's yeah. apt for a lot of... People living today, where it's like, yeah. oh, I I didn't want to check my phone very much because I was engrossed in the film mm-hmm. or the TV show, whatever. No, yeah, that's a go. huge yeah. deal, especially yep. when you're not in a theater. Yeah, yep. like I don't usually have a problem with it when I'm in a theater. Yeah, and because it's like it's all the sensory, all the sensory uh, stimulus in a theater is designed to make you watch that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, when I'm in a movie theater and I am being like, oh, someone just texted me. Let me just check that. Uh, that looks important. I'm just going to get up and go answer that out in the hallway. Yeah. And you don't put your phone on silent? What if it's important? What All if the adverts tell you to do so. I know. Who does that? I do. Good for you. I turn off my phone every time I go. When it's yeah. a movie that I was really excited for, like Blade <laughs> Runner 2049, uh-huh. I just airplane mode that shit. Yeah. Like, it that's is, three hours. Yeah. Oh it is God. done. Right. I am off the grid for three hours for that movie. But don't you think you'd, you'd, you might enjoy some of the mo- other movies more if you if you did that as well? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if I'm going into a movie like The Mummy, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my phone <laughs> on completely silent. No, <laughs> because like, what if what if something actually comes up? But what if the? I I mean, I haven't seen the movie. But what if for some reason it was as good as Blade Runner 2049? Oh, then I wouldn't have checked my phone. Oh my god. I feel like that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're making a comparison. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like for me, I, 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 I want to give, yeah. I want to give every movie the benefit of the doubt. That's why I turn my phone off. Yeah. I agree sure. that, like, if it's like, if it ends up being shitty, then I wouldn't feel bad about like checking my phone, like, mm. oh, make sure there's no text or anything. But I don't want to like preemptively decide this is going to be a good movie, therefore my phone goes off. Right. Versus this is going to be a garbage movie, so I'll leave my phone on just in case. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's how there I see. There you go. It. That's fair enough. Nice. Um, what's your favorite joke in this segment? Oh my god! Uh, I know that's kind of hard. It's I mean it's the quote I said at the beginning, the Skinner quote. Oh yep, yeah. Eight eight Uder, and he's in his stomachs right now. <laughs> Wait, scratch that one. It's no. so great. Skinner's great in uh, this episode. Him. He's actually mm-hmm. really scary. Oh yeah. yeah, I believe I'll do what you always asked me to do and eat your shorts. That, that was great. Yeah. 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 Um, mine's when uh, the kids run down to tell March. She's like, you're eight and ten years old. I can't be fighting all your battles for you. You march right into that school and you tell them, don't eat me. Don't eat me. <laughs> That's okay. so um, funny. That brings me, so there's actually uh, one of the rare, if maybe only time, that Homer doesn't appear in a Treehouse segment. That's oh, yeah, right. he's not in it at all. He's not in it at all. There was originally a scene 
where he was uh, talking about how excited he was to eat Millhouse, <laughs> <laughs> which is where the Joy of Cooking Millhouse book comes in. That oh. was kind of a, a leftover from that scene. <laughs> so they just moved it to a new scene. But uh, yeah, originally that's what he did in this, in this uh, segment, and then they cut it. So because of that, he's not in the segment at all. Mm. Um, There's another deleted scene where they're going to eat Cherry and Terry, which is going to be teriyaki... Uh, was it teriyaki ribs or something? Teriyaki steak with a sherry sauce. Oh man, which <laughs> I think is very clever. That I, is I like clever. How, I like that's that, that come up with different re, uh, food items yeah. for their children. Like the food puns here yeah. are like Hannibal, like the show, <laughs> the show Hannibal, where he's just such a piece of shit, yeah. and he's like. Oh, this was a very succulent pig, right? <laughs> no, it's like, like eat up and it's eat like eat up, mm, enjoy. It's like, what are you? Why oh. are you making me eat people too? <laughs> because he thinks it's funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you it's don't a good, know. It's a good prank show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did it? Did Cannibalism, the prank show. Do do do. Guess which part of the person you're eating. <laughs> is. Um. So the whole thing turns out to be a dream. Yeah. That Bart was having. There's nothing to be afraid of. Except? Except for that fog that turns everyone inside out. Holy shit. <laughs> Ryan had a visceral reaction to this moment, I remember. Oh, God. <laughs> when they first turn inside out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kudos, Simpsons. Yeah. Apparently, it's based on a, uh, a radio. Uh, there was a radio show called uh, Lights Out. Oh, sorry. A thriller featured on the radio show Lights Out called The Dark. Which frightened uh, Cohen as a child, David X. Cohen. And uh, (laughs) the dance number was added afterwards to end the episode on a bit of a lighter note. (laughs) Yeah, while still being like skinless. They're all dancing. They're all dancing. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) There's a really (laughs) awful scene in a French horror movie called Martyrs. Mm -hmm. And. It's one of the few times where I had to like turn off a horror movie and like I'm gonna come back to this after a few hours. Mm-hmm. So every time I see something that reminds me of that scene, I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. But it was still like funny. Yeah. Also, I love a chorus line. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite <laughs> musicals. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> How um, can you not love it? I mean, I <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know this song from it's it so because uplifting. of this episode. <laughs> Which they changed the lyrics to, of course. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely <laughs> I right. Think. I mean, I can't say for they, sure. They, they absolutely did. <laughs> There's no the line in the chorus line about how one sniff of that fog turns you inside out. Or the family dog is eyeing Bart's <laughs> intestines. No. <laughs> it doesn't end with happy The Halloween. thought of being on stage makes people's stomachs go like, ooh, ooh butterfly, but butterflies. does it make them like implode and like wrap around <laughs> themselves? <laughs> well, maybe it should. It's not too... So uh, I think we've gotten most of the references, but do you want to head over to the desk anyway? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the the intro we 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 didn't talk about the like the intro where Marge is like, oh, it's too scary. Yeah. Uh, um, it has a hundred miles so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're g- instead we're gonna show you. <laughs> <laughs> movie 200 Miles to Oregon, and they just show stock footage. Yeah. So as far as I'm aware, that's not a real movie. <laughs> um, and then uh, the the thing right after that, though, is a parody of uh, The Outer Limits. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Where this is my voice. Dad, you're ruining the mood. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shining, uh, Time and Punishment, uh, The Rocky Horror 
Bull, sorry, Rocky Horror Bullwinkle Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jurassic Park. Uh, so there's the the floor morphing television screen in Time and Punishment. That's uh, from Terminator Two. Yeah, a little T one thousand esque. Yes, totally. And uh, Time even, Bandits as well. There's some references to that. I have not seen. They that even though. had a little, the T two synth when that came yeah. up. Which is barely. Uh, chorus line, and uh, that's pretty much it. Did um, we mention a Sound of Thunder? I did not. Ray Bradbury's the Ray Brad- Bradbury short that was made into a movie. The Ray Bradbury. Oh yeah, that's uh, a short story. Ray Bradbury. The Sound of Thunder. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it is? Sound yeah. of Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never a, actually read it, but it's I about know. the the time travelers going back in time and, oh, and yes. killing animals in the past. Yes, 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 um, yes. Yeah, Ray Bradbury wrote a short about that, and it's basically time and punishment. Oh. Yeah. You could argue the uh, the Ned universe is kind of reminiscent to Back to the Future Two. Yeah. Or like rules the universe. 1984. Yeah, 80, 1984. Yeah. It reminds me of quite a yeah. bit with the big big brother face. It's funny you mentioned we mentioned the intro again because when that intro for the Outer Limits was on, it's just like this thought popped in my head. Do you remember those like stupid voice changers from the 90s? <laughs> yeah. And you just like you're passing around and like aha, but there was just like that one person you hoped would never get it because <laughs> they would just run it into the ground Aww. and. Was that me? No, it just <laughs> it just reminded me of that. I was like, God damn it, Homer's one of those people where like he takes this <laughs> thing that's just yeah. like got thirty seconds worth and yeah, like yeah. that's it for each person and just like <laughs> drives a train through a wall with it. I'm gonna like, change your voice to be like a mouse <laughs> on this. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I thought of that. But. Also, the uh, the band of ghouls that Mo has when he takes. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of there's, references. Uh, yeah, in there. there's, so there's Mo, and then uh, the mummy, the uh, werewolf, a vampire, Universal and then Monsters. Specifically, yeah, specifically yeah. Freddy Krueger, Pinhead, and Jason of mm. uh, horror fa- fame. Yeah. So mm. the Universal Monsters and the Slashers. Yeah. All together. Have you ever seen Hellraiser? Of course not. It sounds terrible. <laughs> It's it's it, it is not a great horror series, but like you mean Clive Barker's Hellraiser? Yeah, I'm whenever good. I, whenever I see Pinhead, it just makes me nervous. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like he's just gonna, he's gonna trip and like all the nails. Going the entire stuff. tone of that movie has <laughs> that feel. Like, even though it's not great, you're like, oh, like <laughs> Hellraiser six, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just all of them. Hellraiser six. We Still actually, Hellraiser. We actually watched Halloween six. That's recently. true. Yeah. The, the curse, curse of Michael, Michael Myers, Myers with Paul and Rudd. With, yeah, Paul Rudd's amazing. He is one great. of it, one of his earliest roles. Yeah, he's as Tommy Doyle from the first film. Like who? I have no idea what he's doing in that movie. Oh, it's great. But like some of the choices he makes are just cagey mm-hmm. and in there. Yeah, he was a new actor. I mean, he was. He was like, oh, I got a leading role in a movie. I got to do something yeah, to stand did. out from the pack. And he did something. And he did. Like, it's very Michael funny Michael Myers to watch. is right behind me. <laughs> it's very funny. Got to get like that it. baby. <laughs> Come on, guys. Shut up and get me a doctor. Shut up. <laughs> get out of here. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's great. Yeah, it's great. Oh, man. Um... So, um, we're rounding about the uh, end of our podcast here. Um, oh, no, don't go. Oh, no, oh. don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I've had such yeah. fun. Um, so, uh, how does this stack up for you, Ryan, in the, uh, in the canon of, this, of the Treehouse episodes you've seen so far? It's the best Treehouse scene and I think, my favorite Simpsons episode I've seen. Nice. Yeah. That's there you go. High praise. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> he, he barely looked at his barely phone. Barely checked his phone. He looked at my phone. Yeah. I was 
Yeah, I had a great time. Good. Yeah. Did you ever see that comic that's like, uh, who's that guy that was like forced, the Greek guy who's forced to like roll the boulder up? Oh, uh, Sisyphus. Sisyphus? Yeah. yeah. There's there's one, I think, where it's like, oh, your punishment is you have to watch this move, this one of your favorite movies with this eagle who's not really into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at him. He's checking his phone, and it's the best part. <laughs> and I'm like, I relate to this very yeah, much. Do, I do, too. I get that. I get that so Every time much. I show people the thing for the first time. I just have to put blinders on. I know. Because I just like... I have so many movies like that. <laughs> I'm so Especially happy. in relationships where I'm like, oh, watch this movie with me. And, and I, I'm like, I, ho- I hope they like it. And, and like sometimes they'll be like checking their phone or something. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> Look, you're missing it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so happy I got to see the thing in theaters. Yeah. Like, it, that's, the, that's exactly how you should see that movie. Yeah. When it came was back that to recently? C- it came back to Cineplex. Yeah, it was last uh, year. Yeah. Yeah, last year. Uh, it was great. It was so good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess until next year. Until next year. <laughs> back I go into my sarcophagus. Yeah. Treehouse number six. That's right. Oh. That's right. Uh, our next episode is Bart's girlfriend, and we will have frequent guest Camille Pavlenko on the po- on the podcast. That's right. That's right. And and I took the money. Yes, we know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good quote. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until <laughs> until then, this was a really great episode. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, Ryan. Yeah, Thanks for having once me. Once again, so much. It was a lot of fun. And uh, Thanks to all our listeners for listening in. That's and uh, you can email us at thehammockdistrict on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. You can follow us on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on SoundCloud. And Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, we got all an Instagram stuff. account now. So uh, shoot us an email. You know, just talk to us. Yeah, mm. we like it. We like it. Mm. We have fun talking to people. We do. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> I like talking to you. <laughs> uh, but thanks, everyone, once again. And uh, thanks to Ryan. Thanks to the spooky treehouse episode. Keep watching the skis.